Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show as we uh, get rolling on a Wednesday and uh, lots going on. And I've been following this Franklin score. Aaron, I'm sure you're doing kind of the same thing, following everything. Um, we got, I mean, this this Crawford scene out at uh, Macombs tonight, that's going to be enormous. And it's all, it's all on the line. I mean, it's... Um, I, it's it, this is this is the time when everybody and of course we'll get uh, we'll get rolling with some uh, Bosqueville in uh, Valley Mills tomorrow night, but this is uh, there is a lot going on in the life of our radio station, and we will have all of these games in various spots. Um, we've been uh, having in the evenings Bosqueville. Uh, those games have been right here on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford, we've had them over on the Star 104.9. Ward Whites has uh, has been right in the middle of that, and this is uh, now. I looked. Our buddy Jack Allen was monitoring. He was at the uh, Aaron. I, I hope Jack's okay. I don't know if you saw this on social media. Jack took a a, a foul ball, caught him. Now, it seemed like it just kind of a glancing blow. He was more worried about his laptop than anything else. But uh, our I did own see Jack, that. yeah, our own Jack Allen, uh, and I did not. Did it seem like Jack showed a lot of quickness up there? I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, it really didn't seem like that hard of a, a hit. But um, anyway, I've been kind of following him to see, um, you know, where this thing. Uh, Golly, it kept 24 minutes ago. Franklin puts up three runs of their own in the bottom of the eighth to stay alive. My gosh. And made it 10 to 10. Goodness gracious. Franklin keeps getting down in this game. Uh, this is this is Cohoma. They're playing. Aaron, do you know where Cohoma is? I do not. And I've been <laughs> all across this wonderful state, oh, and I don't think I've ever Aaron. been through or to Cohoma. I'm going to guess about Cohoma. Let me think about Co- where would Cohoma be. I feel like it's got to be – I don't feel like it's – is it West Texas? I feel like Cohoma should be um, – if you're if you're uh, listening right now and you want to text us, where is Cohoma? I want to say East Texas. Cohoma, just I should know my East Texas. I have roots there because, and I and I'm just I'm sort of thinking maybe it's in, out in that direction, northeast. Is Cohoma out near like Paris or something? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to text in and uh, remind us where Cohoma, you like how I did that, Aaron? Remind us because we really know. Right, we just, just, I don't think it's, yeah, we're just making sure you know 
where where this is, where Cohoma uh, is. 254-662-1660. I bet Sean Hunt's out there as we speak trying to trying to let us know where Cohoma uh, uh, is. Okay, Franklin, though, um, I'm trying to kind of follow these updates. Our Franklin people, shout out to you. I mean, you can hear us right now in Franklin, and this was uh, this was 25 minutes ago. Now, we need to get Jack Allen to update these things. Come on, Jack. Come on. He's, and he's, he's, he's taking the time, Aaron, to find, like, BG's memes or GIFs or whatever uh, of, like, Barry Gibb or one of those BG's. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Yes. Barry and uh, who are the other Gibb brothers? Is it Andy? Is there That's an Andy? one of them, yeah. And there was like an Oliver or something. It was a weird, it was kind of a strange cat that was in there. But the BGs, uh, the main one was that one with all the hair. Had a big old bushy head of hair on him. And I think that's Barry, who was kind of seen. Maurice, I'm thinking about Maurice. There was a Maurice named the Gibb family. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there was a Maurice, okay? But uh, I'm thinking of Andy, Barry, the whole thing. I think Barry had a lot of hair and a beard. Kind of George Michael before George Michael. That's that's the look he was throwing down. BG's did a good job of kind of re when when everybody got mad at disco in the seventies, late seventies, and started breaking all their records and disco records and stuff, BG's kinda pivoted and then they had another nice little ride there in the uh, in the uh, uh, from eighty to eighty five. How do I know this? I think I watched a documentary on it recently. All right, Aaron, I was trying to buy you time to check on uh, our buddies in Franklin. Anything? Are we seeing anything? Did you know, Aaron, did you know the, the, do you know what the Cohoma is called? Cohoma, the, do you know the mascot? I do not. The Bulldogettes. <laughs> All right. I do know where it's at now. The Bulldogettes. Oh, did our people help us? Yeah, and I good. looked. I looked it up too. Um, it's oh, in good. West Texas. Um, Ooh, that was my uh, first. Around that was my first inclination. I think I guessed West. I guessed West and East. <laughs> <laughs> you got one out of two. But my first thought was, I did say West Texas. It's about ten what? miles west of Big Springs, and twenty-seven big, big, miles big east Spring. of Colorado it's, City. <laughs> And out near big, Lubbock. I don't know. How, yeah, I'm just, about to find out exactly how far from Lubbock. But no, just call, it's called Big Spring. Oh, is it? There's only one no, spring, just like not, China Spring. Not, correct. Okay. Yeah, it's Big Spring. Yeah, and uh, and and we got friends from. I, I think we know people, Aaron, from Big Spring. They're just not coming to mind right now. But I was trying to think where Lovey Smith's from. I think he's from Big Sandy. He's either from Big Spring or Big Sandy. Lovey may be from Big Sandy, because I think that is toward the east. <laughs> this is just a geography session. <laughs> <laughs> Call in if you have questions of where certain places are, and then we'll look it up and, and let you know. See, I think when I, see, when I hear Oma, I th- always think of Texoma. <clears throat> we all know where that is. Cohoma. It's I about like that. 50 I'll... miles from Midland, so that'll give you a pretty oh, good idea. Oil country. All right, they got all the jacks. They got they got everything you need right out there in Cohoma. That makes sense. Okay, that's oil country, and they got all that stuff working out there. Now Franklin had a six-five lead at the end of six. 
Um, and then uh, the Lady Lions uh, did not hold that lead, got down 10-7, to and then fought back to make it 10-10. to And what we're trying to do here to get you to make sure we put get this right, it, we just need Jack Allen – Jack, I'm going to, at the break, Aaron, I'm going to reach out to Jack personally. I'm just going to text him and say, Jack, give us the, give us the latest update. Love that Jack went out because Franklin is, you know, we don't always, Franklin is one of our schools, but it's not, you know, it's not quite as close as some of our others. So I love that Jack went out there and got right in the middle of that. He loves sitting back there, uh, catching those foul balls and that kind of thing. And a reminder uh, Bosqueville and Valley Mills getting it on for the right to go to state. Crawford at state playing for the big one. And uh, Ward White's doing a great job. That's where I really would love to be. Aaron, if I showed up at uh, the, if I got on the road right now and could make it to McCombs Field for tonight's game uh, with Crawford, do you think, do you think Ward would enjoy me if, if I just said, Ward, I'll do color commentary. Do you think he would let me on the air, or do you think he would say, it's okay, I got this? You want to know? I'm sure. I'm sure he oh, would you just think be he like, would. yeah, yeah. Come on no, in. I don't, I don't know. He might do know. like a guest segment in between innings. I hope Ward, a guest segment. That would be big ratings. That would be huge ratings. I love that 104.9 to start. That's become the home to Crawford Athletics. I love it. Everybody's been talking about it. Hey, let's get over to 104.9 and check them out. We'll go over to ESPN Central Texas for Bosqueville. Um, Aaron, I'll tell you what we'll try to do is I'll reach out. We'll reach out to Ward and see if he can do a little from-the-scene report at around 5 o'clock, around 5.05, let's call it. And uh, we'll get Ward all warmed up because he has been on this Crawford bandwagon in a big, big way. And um, and then Ward will probably be in a good mood, Aaron. I don't mean to, I don't want to shock you with that, but Texas Tech. I've noticed Joey McGuire has had some big signings. He's doing that whole woohoo thing. What, what do you call that? Not woohoo. Woo. You know, like uh, Ric Flair does. He's been putting that out there. So apparently, Texas Tech is getting. Texas Tech right now has a top five 2023 recruiting class. Aaron, I mean, does that, I mean, isn't that amazing? A top five in the country. Now, the other thing, Aaron, I wanted us to take a peek at today, and you probably already have it, but I do want us to, to stay on top of this. In Campus Confidential, I do want us to take a trip to, where are they? Destin, Florida, for the SEC coaches' meetings because there's been some funny stuff coming out of there, and Jimbo is Jimbo is moving on. You know, they they're asking Jimbo, "Hey, Jimbo, what happened, man? Can you can you give us some proof? Can you can you? I mean, what you said that there's we should look into that Alabama program, Jimbo. What do you think?" And Jimbo said, "I said he said we're moving on, we're moving on. That you know that was in the past. We're moving on. So." He is not providing any information about some of these alleged misdeeds happening in Tuscaloosa. Now, uh, Aaron, Saban has expressed regret once again for naming names, for naming schools. 
Aaron, he sure didn't seem too ashamed, did he, when he was throwing Dion and Jimbo and everybody under the bus? Did he seem did he seem real ashamed up there on the world game stage? <clears throat> and Aaron, do you think these guys sometimes, even though they're paid all that money, are are still just a little bit naive? And they think, hey, I'm here with a bunch of supporters hanging out in Birmingham tonight and uh, got a bunch of, you know, Tide fans uh, hanging out. I think I can say whatever the heck I want to say. I think that still goes through their minds, Aaron. And that's why, you know, you got to watch it when you're a head coach. I mean, do you think Dave Aranda knew that John Morris was going to put that stuff on at 3 o'clock today? Aaron, are you there? Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, Aaron, I'm just kidding, Aaron. I mean, <laughs> no, you know, I know. No, it's little, uh, we, we actually talked about that, me. but I yeah, think did. I don't. I don't think that uh, <laughs> we. I actually joked about that. You know, I don't think you'll you'll catch uh, Coach Aranda um, talking to anyone and uh, saying anything like Coach Saban did. <laughs> Out of especially, school. yeah, and especially naming other schools and things like that. Now, obviously, I think he would talk about NIL if he was asked, but maybe I don't think he'd but say I, that A and M bought and paid for all their players. Would, wouldn't you love to if uh, if you were playing that today and like John didn't tip you off, and then suddenly you hear Aranda say something about Sark? Sark's been, you know, got the kids in Lamborghinis. Aranda starts going after fellow coaches. <laughs> I would love that. Just shocks everybody. Dave Aranda coming to a town near you. This was the Houston Touchdown Club. Aaron, you know who was probably there. None other than the great John McClain, the newly minted Texas Sports Hall of Fame. If there is a banquet and there's a chance that John could be honored, John McClain will be front and center. And, uh, and, and, and of course, he was there. Apparently, they were, you know, interviewing Dave after that, uh, after that gathering. Uh, thanks to Baylor, by the way, yesterday. Um, we always love having uh, Scott Drew on, but just appreciate everybody, uh, all the David Kay and the whole gang, because that's a, that's a neat deal. When something happens like that where you got a big announcement that the Bears are playing Gonzaga, and then you can jump, you can put the head coach on the uh, afternoon show, that's pretty cool. Okay, Aaron? And I don't want to ever be viewed as a guy that takes things for granted or um, uh, or anything like that. Now, on that front, Aaron, we do have Mac Rhodes at 5 o'clock Friday. So we'll get all your questions about Baylor baseball ready and, and, you know, we'll we'll have some good back and forth with Mac Rhodes. All right? I mean, he'll probably be in other interviews, but Aaron, those people won't ask him the same things we ask him, okay? That's one of the great things about having these folks on. So uh, he's been at the Big 12 meetings, and um, Mac will be on with us Friday at uh, 5 o'clock. Now, Aaron, we need to get to uh, Kevin Longquist from Rivals. Baylor's made some new offers some big-time uh, 2023 players out there. And then um, also want to get his take on this whole Baylor baseball thing. Aaron, we got to do it quickly, though, because he's about to go see Top Gun Maverick. Or Maverick Top Gun. I forget how, it is, how it's listed. Maverick 
Top Gun. So we need to get to Kevin Longquist, and that's next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Increasing clouds tonight with a 50-50 chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Lows drop to 73 degrees. It'll be partly sunny and humid tomorrow with a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially in the morning with a high of 85. And on Friday, partly to mostly cloudy again with a 30% chance of showers and storms and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Was Van McElroy, former Baylor uh, All-American defensive back, uh, played in the NFL, Raiders, and uh, Van is from Uvalde. Uh, and as I began to, to get a feel for it, you know, everything goes through your mind. I, first off, I mean, the parents, as you said, the grandparents, uh, just the families. What a nightmare. That's just horrible. Got a grandson that's eight years old. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Gokey Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Gokey Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Gokey Family Farms, seven generations strong. Looking for answers to your financial questions? In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we break down investments and wealth management in a Q&A style format. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. John Madden will be on the front cover of all Madden 23 video games for the first time since 2000. Madden, the Hall of Fame coach who passed away December 28th at the age of 85, was the namesake of the game. Another woman has filed a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, joining 22 others who accused the Cleveland Browns quarterback in a civil case filed in 2021. Texas Rangers are 500 for the first time since 2016. The Rangers beat the Rays 3-0 last night. Rays and Rangers again tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford Lady Pirates softball advances to the state championship game with a 1-0 win over Weimer last night. Lady Pirates face off with Love Lady tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On Matt Mosley's show, uh, ESPN Central Texas, Crawford uh, Lady Pirates taking on Love Lady, and uh, you'll hear that game over on the Star, on Star 104.9, all right? And, um, and we'll, have, uh, we'll hear a little bit about all that from Ward White's at 5.05, a live from the scene report from Austin, Texas. Now, this man is usually hanging out in the Metroplex. He's been known to show up in Fayetteville as well. Uh, we are talking about Kevin Longquist. And Kevin, I know uh, you just you just tell me, you just say, Mosley, I got to go. If, if the movie's about to start, uh, Kevin is going to go see Maverick Top Gun. I, can't, I don't know if it's Top Gun Maverick or Maverick Top Gun, but... Um, that probably Top Gun Maverick. Now that I think about it, uh, Kevin, are you? Uh, Kevin's from Rivals. You know him well. Uh, you can see him at, at Sikkim Sports. Kevin, do you? Um, I mean, is this one of those things? Is this a nostalgia type thing for you? You got to go see this movie. Have you been excited about seeing it? Intrigued by it. I, I was kind of making the joke. I said, "Is this the?" Uh sequel where uh, Maverick uh, screams for his uh, pension from the from the U.S. Navy, or is he actually going to be teaching uh, the underlings how it's done? But seriously, no, I mean, we watched the uh, the, the original a couple weeks ago on Netflix, and I hadn't seen it in forever, and I thought that it held up pretty well. And <laughs> the fact that uh, it sounds like it's going to be Goose's son is in this, um, 
is kind of intriguing as well. So I'm looking forward to see how this plays out. Now, I understand no um, no Meg Ryan, who was Goose's wife, and no Kelly McGillis, the love interest for, for Tom Cruise. And, it's, you know, and, and then, but there is going to be Jennifer Connelly enters mm-hmm. the picture, okay, playing somebody who might have been mentioned along the way, you know, like the daughter of of one of his superiors. Maybe that, uh, maybe the guy, wasn't his superior like the head guy Tom Skerritt in the original yeah, Top Gun? In, yeah, I think he had a daughter in that episode, like when Tom came to his house and was talking about right after Goose died in the accident, and it was weighing on his mind, and then he came over and talked. I think his family was there, and I think one of them was a daughter. Well, I think I think that's going to be the love interest of one Tom Cruise, um, who has who has aged pretty gracefully for a guy. Uh, what is he? Uh, fifty nine years old. Fifty nine, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fifty nine. So we'll uh, give us the full report. We want to we want to hear, <laughs> and also, um, yeah, you on, on one of your rivals. Uh, uh, Twitter handles, kind of give us uh, give us your take. We would like to hear that. Or maybe in that column you write all the time out there on Rivals, you know, what were they thinking, that, that column that you do. Now, uh, Kevin, speaking of what were they thinking, the Baylor Bears make a change at head baseball coach. Now, you remember how good they were under Steve Smith, although right. you really started covering Baylor – uh, more un, un, kind of under this Rodriguez era, but you probably do remember some of that Steve Smith. Did well, you? I was, there, I was there when Steve was there. Uh, my okay. first year was two thousand and nine, and oh wow, I was there of course? Yeah. So when they won the South, Southwest Conference, when they won the Big Twelve in two thousand and twelve, and of course they uh, got to that super regional, that great super regional against Arkansas, and they were a failed double play away from from going to the College World Series. And um, it, it was that was a tremendous series, and then of course I've followed ever since then. So yes, and of course, obviously, all of Rodriguez's tenure there. Okay, were are, were did it? Were you surprised at all that Steve didn't get one more season, or did you just feel like the way this thing was going? Obviously, a really rough season. They the bullpen got away from them seven and seventeen in conference. What I'm wondering is, do you, did you feel like, you know, those years um, when they had some real, a really nice run, 17, 18, 19, did you feel like those were good enough years to warrant one more season for Steve? Or did you feel like the program was just headed in the wrong direction? Uh, I kind of think the latter. And I think the only way that Steve probably could have come back in 2023 is if that 2019 season, which I think was kind of the benchmark year, finished second in the conference, what was it, 37, 38 wins or something like that, they had gotten to the Super Regionals that year, I think he would have been able to by 2023 because I'm sure Mac Rhodes, everybody has to discount 2020 because of of COVID because they they were off to a 10-6 and start, but nobody knows how that was going to finish anyway. But I think the reason why – he didn't get another year was because of the things that you just mentioned Matt, and the fact that their pitching staff, regardless of the injuries, they just fell apart. 
and they were not competitive in a lot of games. And the only conference series they won was against the team that didn't make the tournament in Kansas. And to be honest with you, I think when you and I were at the spring game back in April, that was the weekend that they were in Austin playing Texas, and that was an absolute nightmare down there. Gave up 40-plus runs, including that 20-to-1 game on that Friday night. And I just think that kind of set the tone for the, for him not to return. And the other thing is, too, Matt, is you know, when they got off to the 0-3 start, they played Maryland, who is in the tournament, one of the top 16 seeds in the country. But the fact that they got swept, it just set a, it just kind of set things in motion for what the season was going to be like. And they did have a couple of nice wins over UCLA and LSU in the Shriners Classic down in Houston. But they just didn't build on anything after that, and that was the real issue there. Just their ER, their pitching staff was in total shambles this year. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, talking to Kevin Longquist from Rivals, we'll get some football. Kevin had an interesting post. I was reading about, uh, you know, the 2022 class coming in. It, it is funny, Kevin. We move on to these next classes, right? We spend all this time now obsessing about the 2023 class and even the 2024 class. And you almost forget, hey, there's a whole 2022 class, you know, ready to show up. I mean, ready to, you know, they're, they're, here they are. They're moving in. They're getting ready to go. And so um, I did want to talk a little bit about this. But, uh, Kevin, I wanted to get your take. You follow the SEC closely. They play some great baseball. Arkansas has a tremendous program. Tennessee uh, has a great program. Um, A&M's gotten a lot better quickly. The TCU coach went there. And, and they've done some really good things. LSU, would it – would it surprise you if Mac went for an assistant, like an up-and-coming, younger assistant coach from one of those hot SEC programs? Or do you, do, do you think, like a lot of people think, that, that he will make a run at Dan Hefner at Dallas Baptist University? Uh, yes and yes. I think Hefner will be on that list. Remember, because and, and here's the difference, because they pursued Hefner the f- seven years ago and he turned him down. And that was under Ian McCall. And I think things were a little, are a little bit different now. Um, and I think that they'll make another run. I think if, if Dan had not made the tournament this year, and remember, DBU did not have a great year this year. They had some great wins, but they did not have a great conference season. And they actually had a bad performance in the Missouri Valley tournament. They didn't even get, you know, they got blasted in one of their games there. But I think, you know, the fact that he's got them back in the tournament and they were the fact that they were in a, you know, super regional last year, those are all things that lead to his candidacy. Uh, I, I think you look at assistant or, you know, assistant coach maybe down at Texas, maybe at one of the SEC schools that you mentioned, you know, head coaches, possibly you know, UTSA. Law Tech, those guys, those would be candidates to look at there um, to probably see w- what would be the run there. But I think Kiefer probably, for lack of a better way of saying this, Matt, probably has the right of first refusal. I mean, it makes sense because it's DBU and they've been a solid program over the years. And, of course, Baylor played them this year. Uh, and I think from his standpoint that it's a chance for him to finally get that P5 job that he's probably been looking for for most of his career and now maybe the time in his right to come to Waco boy wouldn't that that would be fascinating I I don't know that he's been looking for anything I mean I I I mean he I think he's 
I think he's where he wants to be, but I'm not saying God can't move. You know, and, and can't, you know, there you can have, I think this guy, talking about Hefner, has mm-hmm. a, I think he is extremely genuine. You know, sometimes we hear about people talk about God and talk about faith, and we're like, okay, I don't think they're living it. This guy lives it. And, and I think DBU has been an incredible fit, and he's been an incredible fit for them. Baylor could be a similar fit. I mean, right. I think I think they're looking to hire more coaches that are not only great coaches, but have this strong spiritual belief. And I don't I don't know if there's anyone that could could even you know come close to the way Hefner lives his uh, faith out. No, I think you know if you look at the way Mac Rhodes has hired here in the last few positions. Uh, Matt, where it's been Dave Aranda and Nikki Cullen, is that it, it hasn't been like a track record of proven head coaches and things of that nature. Obviously, Dave you know, was a great defensive coordinator at LSU, and Nikki was over at was in the WNBA. But I think maybe their faith backgrounds make a difference into looking for them. That doesn't mean that that's going to be the way it's going to turn out for the baseball search. My point is, is that if Keith are really wants to stay at DBU, then I think Bay- I don't say that Baylor has to overpay for him, but they're going to have to do something in order to make him say no really hard on this. And I do think that Baylor's facilities probably need to get a little bit of a facelift there in some respect. I mean, Baylor ballpark's great, but there probably needs to be some upgrades there and some other, and then around some of the facilities around that, just to maybe entice that. That could be part of it. And I think that's going to be, uh, and, and I think that's also going to be a, a factor when you're pursuing the likes of, you know, maybe Lane Burroughs at Law Tech and, and Pat Hallmark at UTSA. Those could be candidates to look at there as well. But I get, it, it's all about, as far as, you know, Mac is concerned, it's going to be about fit. It's not going to be about, you know, it, you have to be successful, of course, but it's just going to be about fit rather than proven head coach in one industry or strong uh, top assistant in another industry. It's just going to be about trusting his instincts of can this next head coach running the Baylor baseball program be a fit for what we want to do here. You, you didn't even mention the Texas State coach. I mean, my gosh, they're, they're, they're like a top 15 program right now. Let's not forget well, about the and Bobcats. People, but people, I know, but people will also bring up Mitch Thompson over at McLennan. And, you know, and, and obviously Mitch was a faithful assistant for Steve Smith for many, many years, but he's been removed from Baylor from 10 years. And, you know, and this is no disrespect to Mitch. I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I do oh, think great. there could be, but I, I do think there could be a, an optics issue here is do you bring a coach in from a Juco to, to move on to a P five job? I think that's going to be harder to sell, even though Mitch has got the great background at uh, McLennan. Uh, that's, that's kind of the, for me, that's the one hang up I have with this, not saying he couldn't do it, of course, but there's going to have to be a lot of hard selling to the public to say, to justify this, if he was the choice. You know, I think they may, it may come down to some of those sword drills, some of those, those Bible drills, and they just stand <laughs> everybody out there and, and throw out a verse and you got to find it. Some of us grew up doing that. Do you, Kevin, did you grow up in the type of church where you had to do any of those drills or not? Uh, no, that would have been no. <laughs> hey, last thing I had for you. I love this. Uh, I like this piece you did here on uh, Sikkim Sports. 
uh, through the Rivals Network. I, I have a, uh, I, I, I like this special, um, uh, I pay the premium to get in here and see all this premium information. That's why you always get nervous thinking I'm going to give everything away. But I, <laughs> That's all right. I like that you reached out to some of these 2022 guys to kind of get their last minute, you know, like um, their aspirations. But I like the honest answer you got from, uh, let me look down here. It was Carmelo was Jones. Oh, yeah, Carmelo Jones, uh, 6'2", 211 pounds from West Orange Stark. And, and you get, yeah, I guess you get Carmelo on the phone or however you reach Carmelo. And he, his answer, everybody else gave you these real thoughtful answers. And Carmelo said, I'm really not sure right now. <laughs> right. I mean, well, I'll put it to you this way, Matt. When you I like and I that. Were eight, I, Matt, when you and I were 18 years old, we did have these goals, but we were scared out of our minds going off to college and trying to see if we could, if we could cut it there because we were leaving home for the first time for for an extended period of time, you know, you, you know, you, you were coming down South. I was coming 12. Remember I was coming 1250 miles from Las Vegas to SMU. It's a long way. And to see if you can make it out there, that's, and, and so for him, I mean, I love what Carmelo said, because you know, you're coming from the, you're coming from the triangle. You're coming up, what is it about 250, 300 miles from that area up to Waco. A long, that's, a, that's, that's a drive home, but it's not a short drive home. And so it, just being on your own and learning how to fend for yourself, I think it's kind of like, and you and I went through this, and my daughters went through it their first years at Alabama and Arkansas. Once you can get through that first year and figure out that you can be self-sufficient, then it kind of settles in, and you're like, I can do this. And I think for Carmel, I'm sure there's some, you know, and I'm sure all of them are feeling like this. Like they're excited to get there tomorrow. And classes will start for the first summer session on Friday, and they're ready to go, and they want to get, they want to do well. But I'm sure there's a part of them that's going, they're freaking out about this. Yeah, and I can't blame them for that. I hear I, you. I mean, you're, I mean, I did it. I mean, I wasn't playing football, of course, but at the same time, just leaving home and starting to do something for myself and starting the next chapter of my life on my own, pretty daunting. When to, once yeah. you get out the door for that first few days. Yeah, I'm not really sure you had to clarify that you weren't playing football. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have in '87 because I didn't have a team, and so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, Kevin. That's all the time we have. I want you to enjoy Maverick Top Gun or Top Gun Maverick, and get in there and have a great time. I feel the need, the need, the need for speed. For speed. Yep, I got it. I got you. you. I'll let you know, Matt, if you could be my wingman, okay? <laughs> I sure hope that's the case. Okay. All right. Care, Put on Matt. the brakes and they'll fly right by. Good night. There we go. I think Aaron, were you, Aaron had enough of that. Aaron was, Aaron was afraid. Aaron, were you afraid I was going to do some more movie lines there? All right. Um, Aaron's going to go see the, the movie this weekend. I, I, I mean, I hate to admit this, but I, I must. I'm a little. I'm more excited about this um, Downton Abbey movie than I am about the Top Gun movie. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be honest with you about this. Love the BBC stuff and love Downton Abbey. All right, but I do want to see also Top Gun, uh, the redo. Uh, it is time for what we call Campus Confidential. That will happen in the next segment. 
recently on Game Time. From the podcast, Locked on Big 12, we say hi to Josh Neighbors. You could sell me on probably six iterations of the Big 12 championship, and I wouldn't be shocked. Texas OU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Oklahoma State rematch. I think that's the one amazing thing about this league going into 2022. This could definitely be the most competitive Power 5 league out there. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you 254-495-0338 google amanda cunningham realtor with colwell banker apex to find my website facebook and more in my podcast your money in a cup of joe we talk money management investments and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics i'm joe kaleo with the kaleo wealth management group look for your money in a cup of joe on our website or spotify Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. John Madden will be on the front cover of all Madden 23 video games for the first time since 2000. Madden, the Hall of Fame coach who passed away December 28th at the age of 85, was the namesake of the game. Another woman has filed a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, joining 22 others who accused the Cleveland Browns quarterback in a civil case filed in 2021. Texas Rangers are 500 for the first time since 2016. The Rangers beat the Rays 3-0 last night. Rays and Rangers again tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford Lady Pirates softball advances to the state championship game with a 1-0 win over Weimer last night. Lady Pirates face off with Love Lady tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you in Campus Confidential as we continue this fast-paced Wednesday. Week going fast. Why is that, Aaron? Oh, maybe because we didn't start till Tuesday. Might have had something to do with Memorial Day. Should we as a country, like, not work on any Mondays? I think there's something to that. Either that or, or Fridays. Or have Fridays off. Aaron, would you rather have Fridays off or Mondays off? <sighs> if you had to choose as a country, and we all had to agree on something, which we would never agree on anything, um, would you go with Friday off and just work Monday through Thursday and then have that have the long weekend? Or would you prefer the long weekend the other direction? I would probably say personally Monday, but I think most people would want Friday, and I could get on board with that. So that's, we'll say Friday. Let us know on the CNC Collision text line which way you would prefer that, 254-662-1660. And, by the way, thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram. Golly, it flooding, some, some uh, big-time rain earlier today in central Texas, uh, some flooding in some areas. I, I just love being in that vehicle. I love being in the Grand Cherokee Laredo. It just get, plow right through it with no issues. Thank you, Ted Teague. Thank you for what you do. Aaron, what is on your plate today as we begin Campus Confidential? Quick uh, programming note uh, before we get to it. Um, they're running behind at the uh, state softball championships, so uh, Crawford will Probably not start at 7. It'll probably be closer to 8, but as soon as we uh, – we will talk to Ward White coming up in a few minutes, and he'll give us all the deets on that. Uh, the uh, SEC is having their uh, annual coaches' meetings, and Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher said he and Alabama coach Nick Saban spoke before this week's SEC spring meetings and set aside their differences after their blow-up two weeks ago. 
Fisher said, quote, it's over with. We're done talking about it. We're moving on to try to fix the problems of what we have in college football. There are a lot more pressing needs than our arguments. Saban, of course, made waves during a meeting with local business leaders in Birmingham two weeks ago when he claimed Texas A&M, quote, bought every player in their top-ranked recruiting class with name, image, and likeness deals. Fisher, meanwhile, called Saban despicable and said he thought he was God. You know, I... I don't think Saban regrets what he said as much as he just wishes he had said, hey, there's one team out there. He wishes, like like Lane Kiffin has the good sense to kind of just allude to different people, kind of like he did about Jimbo and A&M. He'll just say, hey, there's one team out there, uh, you know, and you know who he's talking about. He just doesn't say it. And, And Jimbo still gets defensive. But Saban crossed the line and, and went out and just called him out. Now, part of you has to admire that. You just, hey, the man stood by his convictions, and he didn't hide behind anything. He said the name. But then now he's backing off of it because he thinks it was in poor form. And truth be known, when people are in their own backyard and feeling really comfortable Hanging out in Birmingham with your people, you get a little bit more emboldened. People say, well, you know, Nick should always be bold. Well, yeah, but when you're with your people, I mean, Aaron, it's just like when I'm over on the Baylor campus. I feel I, I've got more confidence. I'm more I'm, I'm bolder because those are my people. Well, and it was it was also a call to arms to his boosters. He was basically saying, look, they had the number one recruiting class if y'all don't get get going and get a collective together to match it, then we're not going to keep winning national championships. I cannot wait for – you're right. I cannot wait for uh, Scott Drew to start calling out Jerome Tang <laughs> at Kansas State. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm i telling you, I it's it – ne- I thought you were uh, going to say Huggins to- because they're friends also, but that's even no. better. That's even better. Well, I mean, think about it. They, they, uh, Jimbo served under Saban, and years later they just attack each other. You think he would and, do it like more allude to it than like uh, Patterson did when he was talking about Browse, you know, the stuff they're doing down there south of us? <laughs> <laughs> about 90 miles south yeah, of us. The, the, the stuff they're doing over there, up there, you know, yeah. north of Oklahoma. Like, our kids are just, you know, dealing drugs. (laughs) Oh, man. No, they were just partaking. I don't want to say they were dealing, although hmm, there was one TCU issue a few years ago where there might have been some dealing taking place. Aaron, do you have the song ready? I feel like we ought to. I feel like we ought to play the song later in the show. I kind of like that Patterson song. I got to be honest. I kind of. He sounds good. And, Aaron, as much as you have been an anti-Patterson guy and anti-TCU over the years, I think you kind of admitted that it was a nice tune the day I walk away. Am I correct, Aaron? Didn't you think it was a pretty good song? I was being magnanimous because he was on the show. Stop being. Not a big fan. Stop with your magnanimous. (laughs) I'll show you magnanimous. I was like, I'm going to be nice because Coach Patterson is, and, and put aside my personal 
feelings and uh, I did. I was very one professional. One of my friends. Well, I would hope so. That's what you're supposed to be. Yeah, paid for. <laughs> Golly, you don't get. I can't brag on you for being what you're supposed this to coach be. Coach Patterson, fine. Hold on. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man. All right. What else? Uh, what else do you have for us? We got any portal stuff? Any college basketball? T- tonight is the is the uh, the the deadline. At midnight tonight, they got to decide if they're going into the NBA. Or they're coming back to college. And there were a couple that had my attention, Aaron. One was the um, McCuller at at Kansas. And then also that Jalen Wilson at Kansas. Neither one of those players has made their decision yet. Yeah, no, I I just just checked a few minutes ago. And and neither one of them had had, had still had not made a decision on whether they're going to stay in the draft or whether they're going to. Return to Kansas. Do have some more SEC news, though. Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, shared the latest details on the SEC's future scheduling format, according to uh, Sports Illustrated's Ross Dillinger. Um, They are focused more on a single-division model and eliminating the two-division format. The scheduling models would either be eight- or nine-game formats, but uh, Sankey declined to reveal more details, but... In an eight-game format, according to Dellinger, teams in the league would have one permanent opponent and face seven rotating opponents. The nine-game format would allow teams to have three permanent opponents and six rotating, and I think that's where it's going to end up because if you're Alabama, obviously it would be Auburn would be your permanent opponent, but Alabama's got to play Georgia every year. I mean, it's just you can't do away with that rivalry and some of the other ones that some of the schools have, so... I would guess that it's going to end up being that three and six format that would still leave them three non-conference games each. I didn't know Alabama and Georgia played every year. Do they not? <laughs> I don't. No, you may be right. I'm not. I'm really not trying to call you out. I'm now saying you're making me question myself. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So it's okay. I'm just saying. When you said that, I thought, well, they do end up playing. In the in SEC the, championship, yeah. In the SEC Maybe. championship a lot, right. but I don't know if they're – again, I'm not trying to be – it sounds like I'm trying to be Mr. <laughs> Correct or Mosley. I, just in that moment, I, I didn't remember that being like a traditional rival. You know, of course, they've had this – bit the the East and the West is the way they've done this thing. You know what's funny is – Yeah, they are in A&M, different divisions. Correct. But A and M, and but again, sometimes in different divisions they'll let a team always play that other team. So I'm I'm not certain uh, of what the situation is, but I w- it would be very funny because I think A and M thinks it should get to play Alabama every year. Although maybe they don't want to, hmm. but I don't think Alabama thinks as A and M, even though they've been talking about them a lot as some kind of like huge rival. But but you think the Aggies? I do think the Aggies. If the Aggies had to choose the three permanent, I guess it would be University of Texas. Although they kind of were running scared of them, it sounded like when that thing first went down. That they, Texas. Yeah, but you up. have to make that the permanent one of the permanent games for them. Yeah, you would think. But I think LSU is another one mm-hmm. that they really care about, and then. 
A&M always plays Arkansas up at uh, Jerry World. So maybe Arkansas, because it's an old SWC rival, LSU. And I think I think the A&M people would like – that's an interesting. If you're listening out there and you're an Aggie, would you rather play Alabama or Texas? And I know it sounds crazy because Texas hasn't been that good. You, you'd think you'd rather play Texas, but I think – the A&M people just don't want anything to do with Texas, really. And I'm not saying they're, not, they're scared of them. I'm just saying if they had to choose between playing Bama or Texas on an annual basis, not all Aggies would say Texas. Now, they, they hate Texas and all that, but that's an interesting that, – that, that may be one we uh, take to the uh, text line, 254 662 1660 at some point. Aaron, anything else for us? Uh, we No, we better get to the break. Uh, one quick, you were, uh, you were actually right. Uh, Alabama and Georgia do not play each other every year. Um, looked at my notes and then double-checked on on, on uh, the internets. Uh, uh-huh. But, you know, you, you besides Alabama and Auburn, you have games like Georgia and Florida, which is played every year. Um so we'll see what they do, but I still I think it'll end up being that six and three format with the three permanent opponents. And I think you're right that Texas will be one of those. And I think that's probably right, Texas, Arkansas, and LSU. But we'll see. LSU may not want A and M as one of their permanent opponents. Yeah, I mean, we've lost some rivalries over the last few years, and uh, we'll see where that thing goes. But um, I. I think the Texas people are more excited about playing A&M again than A&M playing Texas again. I think. I could be wrong. Let us know. Aggies and Horns, 254-662-1660. Aggies, would you rather play Alabama every year or would you rather play Texas? And I think a lot of them will say Texas, not just because of the rivalry, but because they like gigging Texas, no pun intended. Uh, in the fact that Texas is down right now. Although, Aaron, every preseason thing you see, of course, will have them in the top ten, like University of Texas, even though like last year I think they finished five and seven. All right, it is time for the most listened to hour of the day on the station. It is the five o'clock hour. We'll go down to Austin and check on those Crawford softballers. That's next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, June 4th and June 5th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show. June 4th, 9 to 5, and June 5th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. 
Palmet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Palmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do, whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bosqueville Baseball has the same goal. Try to do your hardest and do your best. So cheer them on during the games and stop by the Bush's Chicken store in China Spring after the game. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Thank you for that. Uh, so much uh, going on, and uh, thank you, Barnett Contracting. Thank you for that family business. Been passed down since the late 60s. Do an incredible job. The, Bar- the Barnetts. 
Mr. Barnett over there listens all the time. He loves uh, our show. We really appreciate him. Here's a man who listens um, at times, at times. I, I don't know if he's there with me at, at all times, but uh, love visiting with him. Ward White joins us from Austin, Texas, where he's getting ready for, I mean, this is, everything's on the line. This is uh, Crawford going for a state title. And, Ward, it, that, this is one of those weird deals because you get so excited, you're ready. You should be about two hours away from first pitch, yet they're running behind because of this and that. I know one of those games uh, I saw earlier today went way long, and it was like 10 to 10 at one point. Um can you bring us up to, I mean, are you, are, I don't want you to peak too early. You, you're you still three <laughs> hours away. You think you think about 8 p.m. first pitch now? I'm thinking somewhere around that area, Matt. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I'm in the batting cages with the Lady Pirates right now, the new indoor batting cages here at the University of Texas on the softball side of Red and McCombs Field. Uh, the game before us with Franklin did go 11 innings. They kept tying it up, uh, even in extra innings, and so, uh, that's why we're behind schedule the game before us just now through the first pitch. So it'll probably be right around eight o'clock. I'm guessing, uh, don't have a confirmed time because, well, we don't know how long this game before us is going to go as well, but probably somewhere between seven forty-five and eight o'clock, a, a start for the two, a championship between love lady and the Crawford lady pirates. Well, we we have enjoyed listening to you and the Lady Pirates. I mean, you have uh, jumped right in there. The community, they love listening to Ward White's and uh, (laughs) been doing a lot of this on that Star 104.9. Now, bring us up to date, though, on Love Lady a little bit. I, I, you know, I, I, um, I, Aaron or somebody I was talking to earlier today, it may have been Aaron, said, they were, uh, or it might have been Tom, actually, that it was like some unbelievable record, like 38-2 and two or something along those lines. I mean, this, this truly is when you, you know, you're looking for great, a great matchup when you get to that state championship, and this certainly fits the bill, doesn't it, Ward? It does fit the bill. I mean, you're looking for two teams that, that have worked their way through the bracket and overcome adversity throughout the bracket. Love Lady is 34-2-2 on the season and Crawford 27-2 and on the season. So both teams with very good records. You know, Love Lady defeated the defending state champion in Stanford last night, one to nothing. Uh, so they were able to win that pitcher's duel last night. Of course, Crawford got here with a one to nothing win as well. So, you know, it may come down to who can have the most stamina in the circle tonight uh, between Crawford and Love Lady, but they're a very good softball team and, you know, make no mistake about it. Crawford's a very good softball team as well. All right. What do you, what, what are you kind of zeroing in on uh, tonight? You know, uh, Crawford, uh, uh, I mean, we've, we've seen some, you know, even uh, recently, some of these games, a 1 0 type games, that, like that Franklin game we're talking about was like 10 10. It was 10 7. Then it got to 10 10. Um, is, is Crawford, obviously, they got to have uh, great pitching. Um, but, but obviously they don't always put up big games. I'm trying to think back to some of these games you've done. seems like there've been some like four O games, two O games. What, what are we talking about? Pitching and defense with this Crawford team? Is that where everything kind of feeds off of? Well, it does. I mean, and when you're talking this time in the, in the year, most of the time it's who has the best pitching that's going to get it done and who plays 
the, the mistake-free defense. And that's why, you know, Coach Allen always likes to try to be the visitor if he can uh, anytime because it gives you a chance to kind of get into these games where if you are a little bit nervous, it's better to be nervous at the plate. He'd rather go, you know, three up and three down at the plate in the first inning than have a mistake happen in the field in the first inning. And so being able to be the visitors gives them the chance. But, you know, they play really good defense. They have really good pitching in Kenzie Jones. She has a 1.27 ERA on the season, and she's able to find the strike zone early. And I think tonight, if she can find that strike zone early and just pound it, that'll be the difference in the ball game. Who can do that? Who can settle down in this championship game, find that strike zone, and rely on just letting the defense play behind them, throw strikes, and let that defense make the plays that they can make. What's that talking to Ward White uh, from ESP in Central Texas? You can hear him on Game Time. Ward, get what's that uh, Macombs ballpark, uh, Macombs Field there, where uh, University of Texas plays? What get the dimensions on it? When you arrive at a place like that, that obviously holds a lot more people, and and uh, is just obviously the dimensions aren't that much aren't different. It, it's the crowd size. It's the the, the size of the ballpark, how much does that play a role for some of these smaller schools when they get into a place like that? Well, I think it does play a little bit of a role because you're playing at the University of Texas. It is a little bit bigger ballpark than you've probably played in, but you know Crawford played in Baylor ballpark uh, just last week at Getterman, and so you know they've been in the bigger ballparks. The dimensions that you mentioned, it's 200 down the lines here, 221 to left center, and two. 22 dead center so it's not a whole lot different probably you know about 20 feet bigger than a lot of ballparks or 10 feet bigger down center field than they played in some of these high school parks so the dimensions aren't that much different but the stands are bigger they may not hold any more fans but it looks like they do because of the fact that they're built up and you're looking down onto the playing surface and it's just a different atmosphere and when you get to a state championship it's supposed to be a different atmosphere. So, you know, you've, you've got to be able to overcome that mentally and be able to just play your game and relax and let the game come to you. What are those confines like for the for a broadcaster award? Is it pretty uh, – now, Tom's been known to, to, to get down there to Austin and do some baseball games. Um, are, are you uh, – are you able to kind of spread out? I would imagine the the, the food at a state championship is going to taste a little better. Maybe a little higher quality of restaurant they're bringing in. Is the uh, what's what's the uh, what's the press box scene like? Well, we get water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe not as great as I thought. Um, so <laughs> you'd rather be back at Crawford. Yeah, yeah. It, it look. It's a great viewpoint from where you are. the The media row is outside the press box at the softball complex. It's a little bit smaller than the baseball complex, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so you have, you know, the the radio crews are sharing a a small room uh, where you have the home and visitors on either side, newspaper or a couple of newspaper people in between you, uh, and then the normal radio booth is where the video cameras for the UILR here at the softball complex. Not a real large press box, but it's very accommodating, and, you know, it's a fun place to do a game. It's a state championship. Yeah, I'm sure the newspaper people love, you know, being surrounded by radio folks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they do. You know they do. <laughs> yeah. You might check that Franklin's Barbecue, by the way. Uh, I just I mentioned. really good. Yeah, okay, so you've done it. It's I've the most. It. 
Instagram. You don't have time to stand in line, but you. Oh man, it's worth the wait. I just noticed the other day in in the state of Texas, and maybe even the country, it's the most Instagrammed restaurant. And and Ward, I know you're into Instagram, yeah, uh, yeah, and selfies and all that. You are. Uh, It's it's more than any other place in the country, right there at franklin's i'm sitting here as we were talking by the way trying to get a oh man okay so franklin does lose yes 14 to 10 okay okay i just wanted to make sure in, in extra that was the game that went extra innings uh, yeah they kept tying it up uh and uh, they even tied it up in the ninth and then uh five runs scored in the final inning uh and franklin not able to advance to the championship round Speaking of social media, Ward, you'll like it. Uh, of course, I was complaining about our, our buddy Jack Allen because he's giving all these great updates, and then he said it's tied up. It's ten ten, like in the whatever the ninth or tenth inning, and and then he for thirty forty minutes he went without an update, and I'm just <laughs> I'm hanging on the edge of my seat, and uh, and so finally I just DM'd him, and he and he sent that back, and of course Ward already knew that result fourteen to ten. Uh, Franklin, but still a great, unbelievable season for Franklin, and they fought Absolutely. like crazy to to get back in there. Um, Ward, isn't it isn't it fun um, to to see so many uh, and I, Bosqueville Valley Mills coming up tomorrow night? Uh, Lorena had a great run. Um, it, it, it you know how fun is it for you uh, who, who's been around this area for a long time to. To, to see those local teams having so, so much success, Lake Belton also. Well, it just goes to show that if you're in Central Texas, you have the opportunity to watch some great athletes compete on a daily basis in, in baseball, softball, both men's and women's basketball, football as well, volleyball. Uh, it, each and every year you have several representations at state tournaments and that's because of the class coaches that we have in Central Texas and the and the athletes that that dedicate so much time to their craft and and it, as a as a fan, it's a great opportunity to watch these young people grow and be able to do the things they love to do. All right, Ward, do you have a pick for the the new Baylor baseball coach? Do you have uh, <laughs> you follow the game? You like to kind of look around, see what's going on. Is there anybody? that you would especially like to throw your support behind? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm sure Mac Rhodes has a short list in his back pocket that he has for every sport. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how long this, this search takes. I don't expect it to take very long because of the fact that, you know, you got to do recruiting and everything else that goes along with that. But uh, I don't know. I don't know who would be on my short list. I, I trust Mac Rhodes to make the right decision. He's done so good so right. far at every hire he's had. So, well, uh, I... and I'm sure we could say a thousand names out there, Matt. And just like the previous coaches that Mac Rhodes has brought in, it's not going to be on anybody's radar. Trust me. Yeah, I hate to break the bad news to you. He texted me earlier today and said, "Mosley, do you have any names for me?" So he, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, lead, he's he's leading on me. No, no, that did. I don't want anybody out there. You know, it did not happen. I'm joking. Um, 
All right, uh, Ward, have a great call. Uh, this Thank has been you, a lot of fun, and uh, have, a, have a great one. And uh, give me a – take a couple of pictures and, and send them to me of, like, the batting cages and stuff. I want to make sure the girls are uh, using the proper technique as they get ready, okay? I'll, I'll do that. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate <laughs> okay. it very much. There, there he goes. Ward White's Texas Tech alum, coach, radio broadcaster, uh, has done a little bit of everything. Always good to catch up with Ward. And one of the great dog owners uh, out there. Got a beautiful German Shepherd. I think even, uh, I think Aaron's seen it. Aaron has his own dog, but I think Aaron, uh, I think everybody who sees that German Shepherd suddenly thinks maybe, maybe I should go get a German Shepherd. And uh, what a beautiful dog that she, is. She's great. She is. I wish, I can't remember the name all of a sudden, but I'd like to get that name. Coco. Okay. Oh, say it again. Coco. Okay, Coco. Whew, Coco's a pretty dog, and uh, it's a dog that if uh, if you look at Ward wrong, Coco will be after you. That is a dog. That is a tough. It's a really pleasant dog, and I was able to pet the dog. But if if Ward Ward could give that dog one command, Aaron, and we would be on our backsides in a hurry. All right, and uh, Coco, very gentle dog, but also a very protective dog. Uh, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. We continue on. And uh, the man who's done a lot of reporting on this Baylor baseball, he's been hard at it, Drake Toll. He's a very tall guy and uh, entertaining fella. He's going to join us next. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the Oklahoma State Cowboys are in an NCAA baseball regional for the seventh consecutive year, this year hosting at Obrate Stadium. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com. This is Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore inviting you to one of our Baylor softball camps this summer. We have elite pitching camps June 14th and elite hitting camps June 15th. Then a softball skills camp on June 16th. Also this year, our Cub camp June 17th for younger players in grades 2 through 5. Then the Platinum Overnight Camp is June 19th through the 23rd. For more details or to register, go to BaylorBears.com or call 281-660-2680. We hope to see you at one of our Baylor softball camps this summer. Second Bears. Now let's see what's making news in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. The Oklahoma State Cowboys, one of five Big 12 schools in NCAA baseball regional play beginning this weekend. And the Cowboys, the number seven overall national seed, hosting at Obrate Stadium in Stillwater. Here is Cowboys 10th year head coach Josh Holliday on not only hosting, but getting to host for the first time at Obrate Stadium. 
Well, um, obviously the, the regular season and the body of work it takes to you know, navigate not only our conference, which is super strong, but uh, the challenging non-conference schedule we played, which I think really came back to reward us. Um, there's a lot that goes into this. You, you heard the shared joy in the team and kind of seeing what that regular season uh, felt like and to see them getting recognized as a team uh, and then to, to be awarded a host site, to do it at this facility, and then to be recognized with a seed. It's a real compliment to our players and, and the way they competed. I think particularly the way they competed probably games two, three, and four of the conference tournament after losing the first game, coming back and beating uh, Baylor. Really good TCU team, uh, really good Texas team. There was a lot of character that was revealed. And uh, I think the way we finished probably gave us opportunity to host and, and uh, be recognized as a seed. And, you know, to have it here in Stillwater in front of our, our really, really fantastic fans that have come and supported us every single day from start to finish. Uh, and then hopefully the fans that will make it a point to get here is awesome to share it with them. And, uh, you know, to do it <clears throat> with Mr. Obrate and his family's amazing support for baseball uh, to bring something to this facility is really special. That's Oklahoma State baseball coach Josh Holliday. His Cowboys, the number seven overall national seed, hosting in Stillwater. They'll open on Friday at 6 p.m. against Missouri State, Grand Canyon, and Arkansas, the other two schools in the Stillwater Regional. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Increasing clouds tonight with a 50-50 chance of scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Lows drop to 73 degrees. It'll be partly sunny and humid tomorrow with a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, especially in the morning with a high of 85. And on Friday, partly to mostly cloudy again with a 30% chance of showers and storms and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values. Driving across Texas? <laughs> Get comfortable. There's nearly 300,000 square miles to explore. In a state this big, you need auto coverage from someone who knows it all. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, for coverage that's right for how and where you drive in every moment of every mile. Call us, because moments worth covering are never accidents. Call Bubba Galvan, 855-7387, to see if you qualify to save up to 40% on your auto insurance. 855-7387. Discounts may vary by situation. 
ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did whether you own a convenience store or the corner sandwich shop, TMS Financial Solutions of Waco wants to be your ATM and credit card processing partner. They offer state-of-the-art ATMs and credit card processing and boast a combined 20 years of experience in offering top-notch customer service. TNS Financial Solutions equipment has the most up-to-date software and capability needed to keep up with today's fast pace. If you need an ATM for your business, learn more at TNSFinancialSolutions.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. John Madden will be on the front cover of all Madden 23 video games for the first time since 2000. Madden, the Hall of Fame coach who passed away December 28th at the age of 85, was the namesake of the game. Another woman has filed a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, joining 22 others who accused the Cleveland Browns quarterback in a civil case filed in 2021. 
Texas Rangers are 500 for the first time since 2016. The Rangers beat the Rays 3-0 last night. Rays and Rangers again tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford Lady Pirates softball advances to the state championship game with a 1-0 win over Weimer last night. Lady Pirates face off with Love Lady tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I'm at Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Rolling through a Wednesday. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram. Now, we promised him Drake Toll is going to join us. Uh, and Drake was, um, you know, Monday, some of us were out attending barbecues, maybe honoring um, some of our fallen heroes and first responders. And, and uh, uh, Drake, that's when I first started seeing some of your work the other day. Boy, you were you had that thing going, and I know it, your day changed in a hurry. But um, I, I, nice job on that. It's good to, good to have you on the program. Yeah, Matt, uh, absolute pleasure. And I tell you, there are truly no days off in sports. So you go straight from kicking back and, and sitting in a lawn chair to in a hotel room creating a ground zero of a coaching change uh, for about three hours midday. So I celebrated Memorial Day a day late, but certainly got it in nonetheless. <laughs> well, now Drake is, is over at Locked On Baylor now and does a lot of podcasting. In fact, my old buddy Stephen Sim, uh, Simcox is Locked yeah. On TCU. So you guys are uh, you're sort of co-workers, sort of rivals, the Baylor TCU. Y'all can have a little fun with all that. But I know all the Locked In family, that's a good, uh, that's a good group out there. Now, yeah. let me ask you this, Drake. As a Baylor student, and uh, you're not far removed from that, were yeah. you someone that liked to get out there uh, to the ballpark? I, 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 obviously, I see you at a lot of Baylor events. And, yeah. and I'll be honest, I have not – I was at that DBU game this year. I have not been as, as many Baylor baseball games as I like to, to normally attend. How, how closely have you kind of been watching this program uh, over the past, you know, four or five years that you've been with us uh, in yeah. Central Texas? Well, Matt, I tell you, you know, uh, I've really been covering Baylor pretty, pretty hard for the last three years or so as a student. Still have one year to go, my senior year next year. And in those three years, I've done the PA address for for the PA announcing for Baylor softball. So my weekends are spent at the ballpark, just yeah. across the way, typically. But even in that, I've gotten to spend a lot of time around the baseball program. And oddly enough, one of the big reasons why was Steve Rodriguez, somebody that I got along with really well early on really appreciated just as a person and so that brought me out of the ballpark getting to cover them so what i would do you go to softball by the time that's over there's still three or four innings left in baseball you hop on over and watch those guys in the end so i got to spend quite a few weekends at the ballpark and around the team and i tell you there's really hasn't been it felt like a lack of talent you know it just it felt like every year for rodriguez he had two or three guys that were in that conversation for first team all big 12 big 12 player of the year or even being a high draft pick and you saw that across his span and a tenure at Baylor what you didn't see were wins consistently so of the weekends that I spent at the ballpark I didn't see very many where Baylor was winning the series did you sense uh from some of your classmates and and being tied in to the program and uh being around campus that 
the frustration growing from the players, and it it, it really seemed like. Uh, Again, the portal is now available to anybody. Now, some of the yeah. people that want to go in the portal are the people not playing, okay? So I don't think we can just assume, oh, everybody on the team was ready to transfer or anything like that. But did you sense even, you know, as it got later in the season and things were going poorly, was there a – did? I'm not. I don't know if they lost the clubhouse. Sometimes you talk about coaches losing a locker room. Which, which did you did you sense that from the guys you were talking to that they had uh, some of the players had lost faith in this staff? Was that was that something you were hearing even before you started kind of putting out some of this news um, after the uh, you know after the dismissal? You know, Matt, I'll kind of, to your first point, being around students especially, <laughs> it felt like they wanted to enter the Baylor baseball fan transfer portal, right? Uh, you had you had so many students that would go out and love being at the ballpark on Saturdays. One of the best atmospheres in sports is just a college baseball game because it's a great place to go, sit, relax, take a study break. And it felt like you even see the burn boys, guys that would sit in the outfield for these games that just stopped showing up to the games. And on the flip side, I think you got a lot of that from the players, too. There's evidence of that. I've had two or three sources corroborate that there were eight players who almost immediately entered the transfer portal following the season, and then 15 to 20 guys in total that were planning on entering the transfer portal if a change was not made. Now, Matt, I'll say this. In college, in, in college athletics, really, you can you know, have a mutiny at any point in time with the transfer portal, right? If half the team decides they want to leave the program, then you're pretty much high and dry. And now the players have the control to say to the administration, either you make a change or we all leave. So it feels like I don't want to say that's what happened with Baylor baseball, but there were so many guys who had threatened the transfer portal, especially big names, that something had to be done. And it feels like that was certainly part of this decision. And on the flip side of that, too, I think, okay, Mac Rhodes mentioned when he spoke to the team on, on Monday at 1230, gave a Zoom call and really, you know, kind of preached caution when it came to the transfer portal and just to, to see where the university would go, the direction they would go, the next head coach. Mac promised that the new head coach, this is per a, uh, somebody close to the team, promised that the new head coach would meet with every player individually and give them an update on where their standing was with Baylor from a scholarship standpoint and a playing standpoint as well. So I, I think that just shows how big the transfer portal played into this, the fact that it was something that the athletic director even mentioned to the team after the move was made. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you would have loved to have given Steve another season, but it just didn't seem like – and I think part of the thing, Drake, there were some – really non-competitive moments to this season. Um, I was talking earlier to a, a friend about that Texas series. We were there for the spring game, and Baylor goes to Texas, and we're kind of watching that thing, and, and some of those series just completely got away from them. Now, you're right. It's not like there wasn't some talent in there, but they just could not. You know what, what you hate for Steve is, think about 17, 18, 19. The guy has the program headed in the right direction. They're going yeah. to regionals. Uh, you can throw out the COVID year. I think there was enough things that happened weird in 2021, especially the way it ended, that I thought there was some action, there was some fighting back in that year. But 7-17 yep. seven and 17 of being the eighth seed and not being real competitive, 
I, I guess it was too much to overcome. Now, Drake, uh, Drake Toll joining us, Locked On Baylor. You can hear his podcast. By the way, Drake, how many of those are you doing a week? Uh, I, I sense that you're, uh, you're, you're, you're belting out quite a few of those. Yeah, Matt, it's been five days a week, a half hour every day, which is perfect for people's <laughs> commutes. Uh, and so Monday to Friday, every, every morning those released at 7 a.m., which in the summer months, uh, the company, we go down to three a week in the off season. So the next two months will be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But outside of that, five a week. So you're right. I have certainly <laughs> been on top of this one a lot and for a while. Yeah, I mean, I saw you so much in the media, I still have a hard time believing that you're a student. I certainly, um, I had asked, well, I actually went to law school and then got in the media, but I promise you, uh, I was not as uh, dedicated at that point. I love going to the games and right. following everything, but I was not digging in yet and trying to break stories and all that kind of stuff. So I admire, you know, what you're doing and in, in doing all that and kind of learning on the fly, uh, so to speak. Now, uh, when you start looking at some of these uh, possible replacements, Drake, uh, right. and I'm and listen, you can't. I, I, I think it's good to listen to the players, but you can't just go, okay, who do y'all want? I mean, you can't, obviously, right. and Mac's not going to be like that. I think one of the things I keep hearing is the players' feedback is we want somebody young, youthful, energy. And that's not to say, I mean, Steve was not that old of a guy. I think he just turned 50. But they, I, I think youth is a big thing. Um, and, 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 and again, people, the guy just went to A&M, you know, came for TCU, he's probably about 50 years old and he's doing great. So I don't think we, we have to assume, oh, they need to go hire a 35 year old or, or something like that. Are, are you sensing Dan Hefner has to always be in the mix. You have to check in with him. He's at DBU. He's a, yep. from a from a fit standpoint, you can't really find anybody that fits better because he's one huge at DBU, has not broken through uh, to the World Series, although he's come very close over the years and has run a great, great program. I think it would take quite a bit of money, but I, I promise you I don't think Mack will lose out to anybody over money. It'll be because somebody, for whatever reason, um, chooses another thing. Do you feel yeah. like Hefner is where this search starts? Well, from a youth standpoint, Matt, I- I'm going to push back a little bit and say, well, I think youth is is really a key. I think even more so a key is having a Texas base, somebody that can recruit Texas because you have Houston, Dallas, Austin, all being really good baseball hubs across recruiting. And, and Hefner brings that to the table. He's a guy at DBU. 560 wins, 291 losses. He's shown really, really good stuff in 18 years there. And he was on the table for Baylor when Steve Rodriguez was hired. I thought that's the direction the two parties would go. And from everything I heard, it was actually on Hefner's side where he decided to remain at DBU. So that's the thing, Matt. You know this guy's been here 18 years, has had the success that he has had, 21 wins in the NCAA tournament at DBU, that people have already knocked on his door and called his name. It's just going to take the right time and the right offer to pull him away. I'm sure Mac Rhodes could do it. You you know he already got the DBU portal for the new soccer coach for Baylor as well. So he's certainly been around those, those parts to recruit a new coach. However, it feels like Hefner just is safe there, right? That he, he likes that job for whatever reason it may be. Similar to why a lot of folks are upset that Scott Drew's still at Baylor. They want him to go to Indiana. They want him to go to Louisville. But he's at Baylor because he loves it. I think that's Hefner's case. 
and wouldn't be surprised if that keeps him at DBU next season and Baylor has to bark up a different tree. Well, it's um, it's the only game in town theory at DBU that, that right. it is their football. It is their everything. All their banquets. Clayton Kershaw spoke at one I attended. And they raise a great amount of money, and you are the only game in town. I'm not saying they don't have other sports, but when it comes to D1, that is the sport. And that's where they right. put so much of their attention. Now, what about, in your mind, some of these SEC assistants, um, and obviously Mitch Thompson's name has to come up. MCC, tremendous, tremendous success at MCC and uh, coming off uh, last year's uh, uh, JUCO World Series and has ties to the Baylor program. But mm. we saw Mac go after Dave Aranda, one of the great uh, assistants across the country. There are folks, even Mitch Thompson's younger brother, by the way, is in Arkansas. You start right. looking at some at Tennessee has some interesting candidates. Uh, I, I have heard people say, well, hey, don't rule out somebody with Major League Baseball ties. Uh, would that be a great recruiting tool? The, the problem there is generally Major League, it works out sometimes, but mo- any of those guys that have made huge money in Major League Baseball generally don't want to put in the time and the effort it takes to recruit. Now, there are right. exceptions to every every rule, but that's usually the case. When this all comes to fruition, Drake, I mean, where do you think it ends? Do you think the SEC is is somewhere where a coach could come from? You know, uh, the, the short list that I have really narrowed it down to, and let me say this, Matt, too, I have no monopoly on knowledge when it comes to this coaching search. And as we've seen from Mac Rhodes in the past, Basically, if you build a short list of candidates that you think makes sense, he's going to go as far away from physically possible from that short list, right? So like Nikki Collin, Dave Aranda, those weren't the major names that came up in the major coaching hires that he's made. For me, though, I do look at Stephen Stephen Trout from Texas State, had a lot of success as a head coach there. Not an SEC guy, but another one of those Texas guys. I'm looking at Sean Allen, pitching coach at UT. He has been with David Pierce for 10 seasons now, had a lot of success as a pitching coach there. From an SEC standpoint, too, I would say the the best hire. I know you mentioned Nate Thompson, the assistant coach at Arkansas, who has a solid pedigree, right? Arkansas had the best team, arguably, of of the decade last year. Everybody was raving about Arkansas baseball. Uh, And I know there are a lot of fans that are actually upset with him right now because he preaches the long ball. And that's why, Matt, for me, I think my dream candidate, if it's not going to be Mitch Thompson at MCC, who I have at my number one, my number two right now is Frank Anderson, pitching coach at Tennessee, spent eight years as a head coach at Oklahoma State, took them to the Super Regional as well. He's had a lot of success at Tennessee, 329 wins as a head coach and experience in college baseball, and has built the best team in college baseball this year, along with Tony Vitello at Tennessee. It feels like he's ready for another head man job. However, I think the only drawback with him is he's 63, right? And it's kind of the same situation for Mitch Thompson. If you bring either of those guys in, somebody's going to need to be there in waiting because they can't give you the 21 years that Steve Smith gave you at Baylor or Mickey Sullivan. And I think that's where Mac Rhodes wants to go. But if you go SEC, I do think a guy like Frank Anderson is number one. And if you're going to include Texas as the SEC, Sean Allen, their pitching coach, is another guy I really like right now. All right, Texas, uh, uh, we had Del Conte on the other day, their AD, and they have uh, said that that basically they're looking at baseball now as a revenue sport. We've always thought of it as a non-revenue sport. 
those SEC schools, Arkansas put $27 million into that player development center that they have there right outside the ballpark or maybe inside the ballpark. But $27 million, people are pouring big money into baseball. And I I do think uh, uh, there's a little bit of an arms race going on right now. Drake, it was uh, was good to have you. Good work the other day. I was just kind of uh, sitting there refreshing and and looking along. So good stuff. And then we'll encourage folks to uh, listen to you on that Locked On Baylor. Locked on Baylor, and I'm sure you can get that on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, yep. uh, all the different places, Google Play, that uh, uh, Pandora, Spotify, whatever else, uh, where you get podcasts. Thanks, as always, Matt. Uh, absolute pleasure. And I'll say this for everybody out there, if none of the coaches that I named are hired, don't blame me, blame Mac Rhodes. Okay. All right. All right. They, we've we've uh, got you down for that. There he goes, Drake Toll, and uh, and and Drake can be listened to on that podcast. Um, Aaron, is that were you that confident when you were a uh, when you were going into your senior year in college? <laughs> Drake, I just get a kick out of the guy. He shows up at news conferences. I mean, he's asking all the questions. I mean, it took me five, ten years of covering beats and covering the, you know, then I got on the Cowboys before, before I was ready to roll, just cut it loose like that. And, um, and this guy comes at it, but, uh, but I have, it's, it's fun to see that kind of passion and energy and, uh, doing a nice job and, and was really providing a lot of the early information on the uh, change the other day that Baylor has made. All right. That was, uh, some Baylor baseball talk. Got a couple of updates for you, including getting you ready. We are almost ready to start the NBA Finals. All of that next in the dismount. It's the Bosqueville Bulldogs and the Valley Mills Eagles for the Class 2A Region 2 Championship. It's the best two out of three, and it begins this Thursday night at Baylor Ballpark. We'll be there to bring you all the exciting play-by-play action. Our coverage begins Thursday night at 6.45 with the warm-up show. We'll have the first pitch and all the play-by-play just after 7 o'clock. It's Bosqueville and Valley Mills, and it's the Class 2A Region 2 Championship, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Fox tonight. Everybody has something to prove. These amazing chefs are getting a second chance to be number one. You've come a long way, my friend. When Gordon Ramsay brings back finalists from the past on an all-new MasterChef Back to Win. Then the competition critics call the show of the summer is finally back. So you think you can dance. Let's go. And it has everyone cheering. And stay tuned for Fox 44 News at 9. Your news now. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. 
And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Mark Stewart here with Bird Colgen Ford. Summer is here and we need our trucks and SUVs for the Texas sports and outdoors. Whether it's taking care of your current vehicle, selling yours, or upgrading to a newer model, the BK4 team provides a simple, easy sales and service experience. Looking for better fuel mileage, more room, or towing power? Check out our quality pre-owned options at BKFord.com. Don't find what you want? Simple. We'll custom order exactly what you need. BK Ford, experience better. This is ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. My credit score has improved a lot, so now I qualify for a better rate. Refinancing my car will lower my payments and save me money. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. John Madden will be on the front cover of all Madden 23 video games for the first time since 2000. Madden, the Hall of Fame coach who passed away December 28th at the age of 85, was the namesake of the game. Another woman has filed lawsuit against Deshaun Watson, joining 22 others who accused the Cleveland Browns quarterback in a civil case filed in 2021. Texas Rangers are 500 for the first time since 2016. The Rangers beat the Rays 3-0 last night. Rays and Rangers again tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford Lady Pirates softball advances to the state championship game with a 1-0 win over Weimer last night. Lady Pirates face off with Love Lady tonight. 7 o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is the dismount when we've had some uh, really entertaining radio today. Enjoyed that. Drake Toll doing a nice job. Locked on Baylor. That locked on sports. It's a uh, uh, a large group of podcasts out there. And uh, they've got all sorts of college podcasts. NFL. Uh, the, whole, the whole deal. Uh, NBA. And it was started by David Locke, who is uh, radio play-by-play for the Utah Jazz, if you've ever wondered where that locked on comes from. All right, Aaron, I hate it. I I hate this story. I just saw it, and I thought I'd better bring it to everyone's attention. Um, Marion Barber, uh, the former running back for the Cowboys. In fact, he 
became a starting running back at one point. He and Felix Jones played together, and I believe he and Julius Jones may have played together briefly. Barber played at uh, Minnesota. Um, He was found dead in his apartment by Frisco police on Wednesday per multiple sources. Cause of of his death is unknown. 38 years old. Uh, Frisco police spokesperson said to Star-Telegram, officers are currently out on a welfare concern, but we are unable to provide any further information at this time. He was 38. His birthday is uh, June 10th. It was coming up. He would have been 39 years old. Uh, Played seven years in the NFL, including six for the Cowboys between 2005 and 2011. And he made a Pro Bowl in 2007 with 975 yards and 10 touchdowns. And that was when he split time with Julius Jones. And the Cowboys had picked Julius Jones out of Notre Dame in the second round, I believe it was, as I recall. The same year they brought they brought in a tackle from uh, in the second round named Jacob Rogers, and that did not work out for them. But, uh, man, that's a... That is a rough, rough deal. His life had been in a tailspin, um, was detained by police in 2014, taken to a hospital for mental health evaluation, and then had a couple of things happen in 2018 where he was charged uh, with, uh, it was just really weird stuff. And Aaron, when you see a guy go through that, and Des Bryant had texted uh, uh, not that long ago about how Marion Barber was going through a lot of stuff. You just can't help but wonder uh, what was going on with him mentally and given what we now know about concussions and, and uh, what, it, what uh, football does to people, you can't help but wonder if um, that played some role in his downfall. But uh, Marion Barber, uh, former Cowboys running back, dead at age 38. So a sad story to end on today. Uh, Lots of uh, uh, good stories out there. And uh, again, congratulations to both MCC women's softball and men's baseball. Uh, Both great, great runs. And we'll continue to celebrate them as we move forward. Crawford coming up later this evening on 104.9. We got to go. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. Recently on the John Moore Show. Was Van McElroy, former Baylor uh, All-American defensive back, uh, played in the NFL, Raiders, and uh, Van is from Uvalde. Uh, and as I began to, to get a feel for it, you know, everything goes through your mind. I, first off, I mean, the parents, as you said, the grandparents, uh, just the families. What a nightmare. That's just horrible. I've got a grandson that's eight years old. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do 